Brian Kelly wants to help us understand how and where folks in Wilkes-Barre went to the movies in the old days. He knows it's a bit complicated. Two movie theaters on Public Square, name changes, and so on. And here's what he tells us in his study, Wilkes-Barre, Return to Glory. It was way back on August 18, 1938, when Wilkes-Barre's business and its population was booming. On that day, the original Comerford Movie Theater opened its doors, showing Alexander's Ragtime Band, starring Tyrone Power, Don Amici, and Alice Faye. Ironically, over the years, the Comerford was remade on the east side of the public square where the Fort Durkee Hotel had been. Then, the 1938 Comerford Theater became the Paramount in 1949 as the result of an antitrust lawsuit. The ownership of the Comerford Theater at that time was transferred to the Penn Paramount Company, and the building was renamed the Paramount Theater. After the 1972 flood in Wilkes-Barre, in 1977, right as the new Comerford, formerly the Capitol, closed, the Paramount also closed. Later, the Paramount became the FM Kirby Center for the Performing Arts. When the building was originally erected in 1938, it was to be the grandest movie house of all. And it was. We learned that from Brian Kelly. In 1942, Warner Brothers had a hit with Now Voyager, starring Betty Davis, Claude Rains, and others, grossing, according to Variety, $2,130,000 at the box office. It's possible that Now Voyager played at the Comerford Theater in Wilkes-Barre. That was before it became the Paramount and later the FM Kirby Center. If it didn't play there then, it will now. This afternoon and evening, Now Voyager will be screened at the Kirby Center. It's part of the classic film series at the Center. And that is today, September 8th, at 1 o'clock this afternoon and 7.30 this evening. It's a Perlman here playing the theme from Now Voyager. Music by Max Steiner. Music that won the Academy Award that year for the best score for a film. And you can see Now Voyager, Betty Davis, Claude Rains, all the rest at the FM Kirby Center in downtown Wilkes-Barre for a song, if you'll pardon the pun. And that's today, September 8th. The doors have opened. The doors are opening at noon. And the show will start this afternoon at 1, and you can also catch a screening at 7.30. And now we have a chance to get tickets today for a -a one-of-a-kind New Year's Eve concert. The Kirby Center is bringing back a much-loved tradition, the band cabinet headlining and ringing in the new year. 
Neil Prisco is director of marketing at the FM Kirby Center, and he returned to the WVIA studios where he spent many years helping to get the word out about public media programming in our area. And he fills us in on a bit of history about the center, about the present, and what's to come. There actually is a new amount of staff that is currently at the Kirby, myself being included as one of them. And it's a really exciting time because all of us really love the Kirby. We all want to see Wilkes-Barre have these great events and great entertainment come to this region. Even not just Wilkes-Barre, but the entire region. We want to make sure that people get to see the shows they want to see. And there's a lot of acts going back out on tour, obviously still trying to get back out on tour after COVID. And so we're trying to get as many wonderful acts as we can into the Kirby and obviously showcase it for everybody here in the region. And so far, I mean, I look at the lineup sometimes and I'm like, whoa, I mean, just as a fan, I would have been going to half these shows. And now I'm just so fortunate I get to be there in the building anyway. It also helps the profile, I think, of the region to a certain degree. When you see these wonderful big acts constantly on these tour announcements and lineup announcements across the country and people keep seeing Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, that's a wonderful thing. And it's nice to help do that for the region. I know years ago, I believe they did a study of economic impact and the economic impact of the Kirby to downtown Wilkes-Barre alone is unbelievable. And it's amazing to see. And that's through entertainment. And that's what makes a town great to be in it. Things like WVIA art scene are what makes a region great because it celebrates its arts. It celebrates its local community and celebrates some of the best offerings it has and can do that. It doesn't have to just focus on the need to haves. We can enjoy these nice to haves and really celebrate them. Tell folks what is so beautiful about the building itself. Oh my gosh. So I love the building being an old film buff. The theater itself was actually originally an old film house. So it's got the one giant stage, but on top of that, when you walk in the building, it's been able to preserve a lot of the art deco that was created in the 1930s to the point where we have what we call the chandelier lobby. The chandelier itself is actually one of only two. The other one is an art deco chandelier that sits in the Empire State Building. And the other one is right here in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. And it was considered just a jewel of its time. Even when I joined the Kirby, so many people mentioned me, oh, I love that building. I love how it looks. I love how beautiful it is because you see the gold architecture. I call it Wilkes-Barre's Golden Gate when you see all the doors right in front of you and you open it right up and you just walk in. It's, you know, the red and gold, the beautiful carpet. And then you see that just architecture kind of on the molding and everything around it. It's a beautiful building to be in. It makes you feel this history that comes along with it. It became a performing arts center in the 70s. And so everything has kind of been updated, obviously, since then as well. But then it kept that allure, that original allure. And a lot of places, when they transitioned to become a performing arts center, weren't able to keep that, which is also surprising considering, you know, the Kirby Center was in the Agnes Flood in downtown Wilkes-Barre. So that whole area was flooded out, but yet they still maintained, they persevered, they kept going. And just like the story of Wilkes-Barre, they built it back, you know, and made it amazing. It's beautiful. And so, you know, walking into the building every day, it is a joy. You look around and say, this is a beautiful building. When you think of the acts that have been on the stage on top of that, there's legendary stories just all over the walls. <laughs> Anyone could tell listening to this conversation how much you love good performance. Tell us about musically the acoustic. Oh, it's beautiful. And that's another thing, too. It was originally a, a theater. And then when it was converted, you know, I had to make it acoustically sound. And then things have been done in the years since. The sound there is better than ever. And honestly, the racks of speakers they have, even the one speaker that's above the center that's made to actually look like our logo actually is referenced off of that main speaker top that's on top of the stage. The sound is amazing. And there's really not a bad seat in the house. And I don't say that as a pitch, but more of the idea that I've really enjoyed that, where sometimes I don't want to be sitting all the way in the front. So if I can sit on the side and towards the back, 
the sound is amazing. I have a beautiful view and every seat literally is looking perfectly down unobstructed, which is also very rare for a theater and a place where you have unobstructed views almost everywhere you are. And I say almost in the sense of I'm 99% sure I'm right on this, <laughs> but all the seats really give you such a great view of the stage. And it's such a personal experience too, because of the theater, you, if you go into a stadium, you go into an arena, it's beautiful because you're going to see this mass experience happen, but in the theater, it's much more intimate and over there, 1800 seats total. And then when you're, if you're just on the floor alone without counting the mezzanine on top, you're about 1200. So you're really with the act right there. And I mean, I can say I don't encourage it, but your cell phone photos look amazing for many spots. The other beautiful thing is that in conceiving the season programs that you have as staffers, you take into consideration everybody. So you have little ones, you have educational right. programs, delightful programs. You take into consideration the jazz lovers and the bluegrass lovers. Completely. So one of the joys about being a performing arts center is you're not limited in that scope. You get to provide something for everyone. And when you want to provide the best in arts entertainment for the region, a performing arts center can do that. We can have the family shows, like you mentioned before, upcoming shows we have Encanto or Peppa Pig. We have other shows like American Girl. During the holidays, we're going to have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, the Bass and Rank claymation that actually comes alive in a theater show. And it's beautiful. And on top of that, then you're a little older and you want to have a date night. Let's go see a comedian. You know, we have people like Sal Volcano or David Spade, Shane Gillis, all coming to the Kirby Center this fall alone. And on top of that, you think of great music acts. In September, we have bands like Government Mule with Warren Haynes, who's just a legend and an amazing guitarist. We have new rock bands like Blue October. We have our Chandelier series. So if you're looking for an even more intimate experience, in our lobby, we have our Chandelier series. So we have an act named Taylor Ashton, who's coming in. He's a folk pop artist. And this is where you get to see the acts before they kind of get big, before they really explode. And if you want to meet the band, this is the show you go to. And I'm telling you, when everyone here hears the name Taylor Ashton, you're going to be blown away. His music is absolutely amazing. His wife is actually in Lake Street Dive, very popular band, and they're even playing the Kirby in October, which is just, it's amazing to see this swath. So you have Americana, you have comedy, you have family shows, you have rock. We have classic rock tribute acts like Almost Queen coming in, Philadelphia Freedom, there's Get the Let Out. And then even so, we just announced cabinet is returning and i mean i'm so excited about this because this was an annual tradition in our region that kind of went away for a few years and now it's coming back because well the people asked for it and so we at the kirby are listening and we're able to get cabinet coming to the kirby for new year's eve and it's going to be a great homecoming celebration on top of the fact the openers are mike miz and northeast extension it is a great local show and when you say local show these are shows that made it nationally and they're coming back here for this great holiday show. I'm so excited about that one. And what they've done, really, you see so many bands since kind of coming out of things they've created, and which is absolutely wonderful. And I, I love it because we get to celebrate, you know, bringing these great national and international acts in, but also then taking these great local acts and showcasing them out on these bigger platforms and stages and celebrating them when they get to this point to be on these big stages. Especially with a band like Cabinet, for that New Year's show is gonna be very special. I think if anyone's even curious, I recommend going to that show. It'll be better than we can even advertise it to be. Yeah, I really think you'll enjoy it. Dance? Of course. If you're interested in dance and you want to see, we have wonderful ballets coming up, and I'm very excited about this. We have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. 
beautiful ballet coming up in November. And then, of course, in December, another annual tradition we have is the Nutcracker's Magical Christmas Ballet. And it's going to be absolutely beautiful. I've seen some of the artworks and renders of what they have for the staging. It's amazing. And it's such an amazing show that comes here to our region. You don't have to go drive three, four hours. You get to come right to downtown Wilkes-Barre. You can spend the day going to an amazing restaurant right around the corner. And then you come in the theater and I don't know. I mean, I love it because you walk in, you smell the popcorn and you want to sit down and just enjoy yourself and enjoy the show. And to me, it's just an amazing experience. I've always loved concerts and events because it is this communal event where you get together with other people to all kind of celebrate something. And you just get entertained and you get to cheer and you get to dance and you get to sing along and have this moment with everybody. And you can totally take your mind out of wherever you are and just be in the moment. And it's a beautiful experience. And you're celebrating arts. You're celebrating music. And there's so many different forms of art, obviously, as we're here on Art Scene. And the Kirby Center allows for that to happen in kind of this mass congregation. And it's absolutely beautiful. In that regard, Neil, many people recognized how important what you've just described is when we couldn't do it and couldn't have it during the pandemic. Of course. And these are kind of the shows and things that you don't want to take for granted. I think of two, three years ago, we have an artist like Frankie Valley who's coming to the region. And you think to yourself, you want to make sure you see these acts. You want to make sure you get to see them because you don't know if you'll have the chance. And something like the pandemic as it came through and unfortunately even closed the doors to the Kirby for a long time. But now it's back. And thank you to everybody who supported the Kirby to make sure this can be possible. And now because it's back, we want to make sure we're showcasing these great acts. So we're getting people like Frankie Valley to come in and entertain. You have the Temptations and the Four Tops because we want to make sure people have the chance to see them when they have the chance to see them and not waste that opportunity. I can't wait. I know I'm personally very excited for both those shows. I mean, these are, these are the bands you grew up with. You hear the songs everywhere. So to see it live is just going to be absolutely amazing. Neil, do you have opportunities for people to be members, have single tickets, of course, gifts? Mm -hmm. These are all options over at the Kirby. So a great way for people to really show their support beyond even just going, obviously, seeing a show at the Kirby, you become a member of the Kirby. And when you become a member, you become what we like to say, the first to know, first to buy. And so you actually will hear about the shows first and you get then an opportunity to even get involved in pre-sales. So that means you can actually get tickets earlier. And that also means the better seats when you go to get those shows. So that's kind of an amazing experience. The perks there are completely worth it if you're interested, obviously, in going to shows, but also supporting arts in the region. Because members, when they give their donation, it's not going just so they can go see a show. Those donations go into programs that Kirby Center puts out for the community, such as our signature series, which we partner on with Guy Singer. But that creates it so we can do a couple shows a year that are provided $10 a ticket each to anybody. And that's so it's an affordable night out for the family. So at the end of September, we have Mark Giuliana coming in, and he's a world-renowned jazz drummer who's absolutely amazing. And he's played with major acts like David Bowie and St. Vincent, but also on every Newport jazz album you can think of for a while now and doing all these other amazing things. He doesn't play in other areas outside of major cities, but he's coming to Wilkes-Barre for only $10. And you can't see him for anything close to that, even in a major city. So that is such a special show, and it's going to be right here. And that's just one cultural opportunity, you know, we try to make sure that our membership goes and helps provide. We have other great Celtic dance coming in the spring. We have a magician coming in the spring as well, um, Michael Grandinetti. But then we also have our YPTS. It's our Locks Young People's Theater Series. And membership and support and donations to the Kirby help go to make this possible. So what the Young People's Theater Series is, it's a series of programs we provide to schools and to students who are homeschooled, where they actually get bused in 
couple times or you know whenever they can during the year to come see special shows and programming we provide purely for students all free of charge thousands of children are involved in this program and come through different school districts and you should see all the buses lined up outside the Kirby on these days and it's amazing this past spring i got to see one of the shows i believe it was a magic school bus and the kids came in and you would have thought it was a rock concert the way they were cheering for this and it made their day and for all these kids so many of which don't have the opportunities because a lot of times as we sadly know arts programs are getting cut so what can we do to help make sure kids are getting these experiences we bring them to the kirby we provide programs that they can come to to give them these insights and ideas and hopefully maybe it'll change someone's life you never know i mean how many times you might be listening to this right now and think of that one show that inspired you to play violin. You might think of this in that one show that you became a writer afterwards. Well, that's what we're hoping to provide. And that's because of membership support and sponsorship support. Those are free of charge for all the students who come. The building, as you suggest, was originally a movie theater. You also have a series of movies. That's right. We actually have two series of films that we provide annually. So the first one that you'll see once a month is our classic film series in conjunction with Flashback Cinema. And we air, well, exactly what it sounds like, a classic film once a month. We do two showings on a Friday. And so this upcoming month, we have now Voyager, which is a just an amazing uh, romance film from years ago. Bring your tissues. And then uh, the month after, we have Ghostbusters because it's Halloween and we're closer to there, which we're very excited about. And then you can find out more about these films, obviously, over at KirbyCenter.org to see the upcoming listings. And the films are cheap. They're made for people to come and just enjoy. We also have our Curtis Montz film series, named after a former executive director of the Kirby Center. The Curtis Montz series celebrates the best in independent documentary and foreign film. We just actually wrapped up our season this past summer, putting out some great films that were acclaimed that really didn't get a chance to screen locally. So we made sure they had the opportunity to come here. And actually, it was a wonderful time for an opportunity with a partnership with WVIA as we actually screened local short documentaries from via short takes before each screening which was wonderful so now local filmmakers get to see their films on the big screen and then believe me at the kirby center that is a big screen that people get to see their films on it's pretty special other programs we love to offer are when we actually screen a film and then we'll also have a q a after the film with actors or the director from the film i'm really excited just for my generation napoleon dynamite's coming back to the kirby they're going to screen the film, and then the main stars of the film are going to be there and do a Q&A afterwards. And it's going to be so much fun. And that one happening on Saturday, October 7th. And that show, if you wanted to meet the actors, if you wanted to see the stars of the film, hear inside stories, and laugh a lot, that's going to be amazing. And I can't say it now, but I'll give a teaser to anyone listening that be on the lookout for another event like that coming up soon that I cannot wait to announce and I'm very, very excited about. It's just a wonderful way to bring another form of arts and culture to our region. You know, that's the whole point. That's why we're performing Arts Center, to give great opportunities for our region to enjoy themselves, to find out about things, to be a part of something. And it's just, it's a joy. Now, you mentioned that if we become members, we get some inside scoop. But separate from that, is there a newsletter just in general? Do you all send out a newsletter? That's right. So weekly, there is a newsletter that comes out telling about Kirby events. In case you're not following us on social, you can get sign up for the newsletter and get weekly announcements about what shows are coming, what shows are near, as well as what shows maybe there's a special offer. You never know. So maybe a discount. So that's the best way to find out about that. And you can sign up for the newsletter at kirbycenter.org. Do you get a call once in a while or maybe often, Neil, saying, we're putting together a tour and do you have any openings for us? Of course. So 
what'll happen is a lot of times promoters or artists themselves will reach out to venues like the Kirby Center and they'll be looking to kind of book shows. And so they'll basically call up and say, what available days are there? And then you work with them and see what's possible. And then obviously you have to go through ticket prices and scaling and all the kind of fun stuff there. But that's usually how the conversations always start. And so we should pay attention to the newsletter or your website or social. Maybe something you hadn't planned on in November might pop up. Exactly. So some shows are planned long in advance. And you can see our actually we have our season guide that came out back in June. And you can look at most of the shows in our upcoming season. But that's not all the shows because sometimes shows pop up out of nowhere. And next thing you know, they want to get a book. They're going to put it in the building and we're going to announce it the next day and off to the races. It might even happen within a week or two. Other times you have a lot more time, but to stay informed, to know when shows happen, so you don't say afterwards, oh, I wish I knew about that. Make sure you follow the Kirby Center on social platforms as well as sign up for the newsletter at kirbycenter.org. Anything else you think about that you want to make sure that we know about? We have great country shows like Kip Moore is coming to the Kirby this September, as well as then we have Scotty McCreary, who was originally on American Idol, but now is doing phenomenal within country music, is coming back here. He's having hit song after hit song, and he's coming back to the Kirby Center, which is absolutely amazing. One I'm really excited for is Victor Wooten and the Wooten Brothers. They're coming with the Rebirth Brass Band, and this is how great this is. If anyone doesn't know, the Rebirth Brass Band is a second line from New Orleans, and that is going to be a party. They're going to play, and I, I'm going to be dancing the whole time. And then Victor Wooten, if you don't know him, is a virtuoso bass player who will bring the funk. And between that and the second line, oh, and you're going to see amazing musicianship on top of such a fun time. And where else are you going to get to see it? Not only a second line, but virtuosic funk played. You're going to see it at the Kirby Center in Wilkesbury, and that's coming to our region. Ask anyone who knows bass guitar and they'll tell you, oh, Victor Wooten, trust me, this is one you do not want to miss and it's going to be an absolutely amazing show. When? That show is on Thursday, October 12th at 7 p.m. You can get your tickets now at kirbycenter.org. Victor Wooten and his group there and the Rebirth Brass Band here. Neil Prisco said it, hard to resist. We'll be dancing in the aisles with the Rebirth Brass Band and Victor Wooten. Neil Prisco, Director of Marketing at the FM Kirby Center on Public Square in downtown Wilkes-Barre, talking with us about the fall 2023 season for the center, getting underway today with a screening of the film, the classic film with Betty Davis. Now, Voyager, you can catch that at 7.30 on the very big screen at the Kirby Center. The season continues right through the end of the year with the announcement just made that Cabinet will return for an annual holiday tradition at the Kirby Center, this time New Year's Eve, Sunday, December 31st. The show will begin at 8.30 with Mike Miz and the Northeast Extension as special opening guests. And that's just part of the range of acts and performances you'll get a chance to experience at the Kirby Center this fall. For more information on the web, kirbycenter.org. 
kirbycenter.org, K-I-R-B-Y, kirbycenter.org. 